0: Was Micah Parsons snubbed for the Defensive Player of the Year award? All that and more this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every locked day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked. locked On Locked On Cowboys. Locked on Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Fianduel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FianDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. I am Marcus Moser. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Moser. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, we had the awards show uh, for the NFL last night. Micah Parsons did not get a single first-place vote for the Defensive Player of the Year award. Was he snubbed?
1: You know, I I think there's certainly a separate conversation to be had about whether he was snubbed for the the, the award itself. I think Micah even himself came out and said that he didn't feel snubbed for the award. I will say, though, absolutely ridiculous he didn't get a single first-place vote. Like that's just absurd, you know. I mean, I think. I mean, there was three other players that got first place votes, including Hassan Redick, Chris Jones. Yeah, I just, I, I just think that it just felt very. That part felt very disrespectful, especially since most of us felt like it was a two man race between Bosa and Parsons. The fact that he didn't get a single first place vote. Uh, when when you know, look, I mean, some of his numbers, you know, were not just comparable to Bosa, but better than Bose's. So uh, I, I do think that that part specifically was very disrespectful and and not you know indicative of exactly the kind of season that Parsons had this year. Yeah. So we're gonna let you know on
0: some industry secrets here. Okay. Hmm. Uh, the AP is who votes for the Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, I happen to know several of the people that vote for this award. They would call it, like, doing homework by, like, looking at PFF grades. Like, that would yeah, be the extent exactly. of how much research they do going into the stuff. And I think the people that did do that would have looked and said, oh, Parsons has uh, a higher grade. That's that's not the only thing. But you look at, like, pressures, win rates, impact, uh big game performances, like, that all – leans to michael parsons but at the end of the day what do voters care about oh who had the most sacks this year yep oh nick Bosa. there you go that's our defensive player of the year this is exactly what happened last year when michael parsons was so completely dominant but they decided to give it to somebody else who had a few more sacks than him yeah what
1: happens? i mean it, it, it's the truth i mean and and you look we complain about it all the time you know some of these the the ap all-american teams the all-pro teams they get voted on by by you know the uh, by uh, reporters that ne- don't necessarily have like the most thorough process of like, kind of vetting this sort of thing, or at least they come to the process. Oh shoot, I've got to get my AP vote turned in. I got. Do I'm tomorrow. telling you that happens a lot. Like,
0: hey, right. there's 15 voters that haven't filled out their ballots yet. You need to come do that this week. So,
1: yeah. So, I, 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 that doesn't surprise me. And, you know, it's, it's even more frustrating because we, we are complaining constantly about, or at least I am, about how they want to move the, the all pro voting to, to kind of the players, which I don't know this is a better solution, honestly. No. Uh, but because yeah, it's the same it, issue that the players yeah. have, right? Like, if you are
0: a player, an NFC fullback, for example, I don't know how much AFC South pass rushers you're watching if you don't play them that season. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. They just don't have the time to do that. And truthfully, a lot of the AP voters don't either because they're either writing for newspapers or they're writing for certain websites. And at the same time, these guys have agendas that they're pushing, such as, did you see Justin Fields got MVP votes yesterday? He did? He what? Yeah, Justin Fields got several MVP votes. It's, It's my way of saying don't go by don't go <laughs> yeah. by just what MVP and defensive player of the year like how the voting works because i'm telling you parsons is just a better player than bosa that's not being biased i i know 49er fans are going to listen to this and they're going to think we're crazy but there's there's just no way that he's a better player than parsons right now he's just not yeah
1: and that, That's not know. a slight at Bosa, by the way. Bosa's an awesome, awesome. Bosa's incredible, I mean, clearly. But, yeah, I, I just think that I – I mean, if you're going to give me a choice, I'm taking Parsons as well. Yeah, Okay. So we have we feel like Bosa had an awesome season. I personally feel like
0: Parsons was snubbed. He doesn't feel that way because Bosa, again, had an awesome season. But I just just want to caution people before you get too upset about the AP voters. They Oh, yeah. They definitely. don't care. Or they don't care. Or they don't watch as much as you think they do or they should that's all
1: yeah
0: grain of salt for that for sure uh, the good news is we did have a couple other positive cowboy stories and things that actually matter and that people actually take time to think about and you know respect the process uh let's talk about DeMarcus marcus getting on the yeah. hall of fame next valentine's day is coming up which means romance is in the air more than usual i don't need to tell all you lovebirds what when Valentine's day is, I'm sure you've got your plans ready, your chocolate ordered, your flowers ordered, hopefully a nice restaurant all picked out. Yeah. But if you're celebrating this day of romance and you don't have something picked out, we recommend checking out blue Nile.com at blue Nile.com. You can find the perfect piece of jewelry for life's special moments, or even create that custom engagement ring of your dreams. They're simple online tools. Let you choose a diamond shape, size, and clarity as well as setting style Blue Nile's uh, jewelers and then handcraft the perfect piece to your specifications. Blue Blue Nile's diamond price guarantee allows you to compare a competitor's diamond against one of theirs. Most of the time, Blue Nile can even meet or beat their price. Every order is insured. It arrives quickly in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shipping is free, and so are returns. Right now, you can save up to 50% at BlueNile.com. That is BlueNile.com for up to 50%, BlueNile.com. This podcast is also brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is the only app that you're going to need for your Super Bowl party this year. We're really excited about our new betting partner at FanDuel because they have so many great features uh, and options available to new players, such as you know you get a free bet, download the FanDuel uh, app right now. So you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on literally everything from the money line to point, point spreads to who will score the first touchdown. To will there be an octopus scored in the game, which is actually when a player scores a touchdown and then scores the two-point conversion after that. One of my favorite bets of the weekend. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you get paid instantly. So join today. Uh, join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That is FanDuel.com slash Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports partner of the NFL. Land of the Cowboys uh, did get some good news with actually two former players getting to the Hall of Fame. DeMarcus Ware and Chuck Halley. want to start with Ware because I thought last year he was a shoe in to get to the Hall of Fame. Wasn't the case. The voters decided that he didn't deserve to be a first ballot guy. That made him wait a year, but regardless, I'm happy that he's them. What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, yeah. Again, uh, I mean, De- DeMarcus Ware belongs in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> like that part. Like, sh- like, yes, I'm, I'm thrilled about it. But again, it's insulting that he wasn't a first ballot in the Hall of Fame, as far as I'm concerned. Like, that's sort of ridiculous. Once again, they, and and I, voters I think want they, they want the, some of
0: those guys to wait because they made mistakes in the past where guys weren't first ballot. So they're basically, from what I've been told, they want those top elite guys to be the only first ballot guys. Everybody else has to wait which
1: is dumb. It's kind of weird to think about DeMarcus Ware not being one of those top elite guys. That's I, I guess I'm, where, where I'm going. And, and that's it. the problem again, is that right. Like now the, the committee is chasing their tail after their own mistakes. Like, uh, you know, I don't know, like maybe having John Lynch in the hall of fame and not having Darren Woodson. <clears throat> yeah. How about that? Uh, so yeah. Oh, and by the way, Oh, Chuck Halley's in the hall of fame. Well, that, thanks guys. I, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe he should have been in a decade ago. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm listen Demarcus Ware and, and, and Chuck Holly. Do they deserve, deserve to be in the hall of fame? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They deserve to be in the hall of fame. So uh I, I'm thrilled they're in there. Uh, and I will say finally for both of them, <laughs> to be honest. Uh But yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm not still a little bit salty. of The fact that Darren Woodson didn't get in. D- to talk about these guys, Demarcus Ware, one of the most dominant pass rushers of the 2010s. Uh, I'm pretty, you know, on the All-Decade Team. Uh, played for two different teams and 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 made an enormous impact on both of them. Was a Super Bowl champion for the for the uh, Broncos. Mm-hmm. Was was a dominant player from 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 year one. You know, was was a guy who came out uh, from a small school, uh, having converted from a wide receiver to defensive end. Um, and really took the transition well and, 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 and played at, at a level that, you know, the Cowboys hadn't seen in, in quite a while as a pass rusher and was a cornerstone of this franchise for, for a very long time. So absolutely thrilled. Couldn't have happened to a more, uh, to a better guy. Like he's also just incredible guy, you know, yeah, and seemingly absolutely. just a, a, an affable, enjoyable person. So love that as well. Uh Many congratulations to Demarcus Ware. Obviously, you deserved it before this, but we're we'll, we're celebrating either way.
0: I uh, got a great stat on Demarcus Ware from 2006 to 2012, se- seven seasons, never missed a game, 103 sacks during those yeah. seven seasons. Just, I mean, just the absolutely incredible. You basically knew when you when the Cowboys had Demarcus Ware, lock him in for 13 sacks every single season. And anytime it's third and long, he's going to beat his guy. Like it was almost a given. It was almost unfair how good he was when it was an obvious passing situation, at beating an offensive tackle. And then when they paired him with Von Miller, even later in his career, I mean, it just what Denver won that Super Bowl with having basically Brock Purdy with a Tommy John surgery arm yeah. quarterback. And Manning, <laughs> right Like seriously, it was Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware is how they won that Super Bowl. I I'm just so happy that he got in because. I don't know if I've ever seen a pass rusher be that great and that consistent for basically a decade.
1: You know, when paired with another guy, like that's, you know, that was when it was really just incredible. Cause I think there were times during his career when, you know, points are, when he was the the guy and the main guy. And, and I think, you know, there were times when he had somebody else inside like Ratliff or something like that, but it, it wasn't, you it, You didn't really get the full uh, DeMarcus Ware experience until you saw him you know, opposite Anthony Spencer or opposite Von Miller, like you said, at least another person who yeah. had to, you know, get some sort of attention where they couldn't triple team him. They couldn't, yeah. you know, scheme roll all their protection to his side because that's ultimately what what teams started doing near the end is, all right, we're not going to let Demarcus Ware beat us. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think you know the amazing amount of consistency through all the different attention that he started to receive throughout his career. Uh, that that's, that's, you know, that's what makes his career hall of fame worthy is, uh, you know, and that's what you see from like a guy like Parsons, right? Like started to get a lot more attention this year. The question became how, how, now that he's gotten all this focus, now that he's considered a pass rusher, is he going to be able to keep up that kind of pace? And similar to DeMarcus Ware, yeah, absolutely. He increased the pace, you know, like that's what hall of famers do. They, they take their game to the next level each year, no matter what the, the, the circumstances are.
0: You know what's funny about Ware is you mentioned like when he had a great teammates around him, he was I mean unbelievable. Like you had the best defense in the league. There was also some years in there where the, the Cowboys had absolute junk at defensive end, other than Demarcus Ware. Yeah, and those guys would like get paid because they would have seven yeah. or eight sacks uh, because simply you just have one-on-one matchups every single snap. I remember when George Selvi had like a seven-sack season and got paid the next year. Everybody was so excited about George Selvi uh or whoever I, they were rolling out was it everett brown martez wilson some of these times and these guys were getting sacks because where
1: would consistently get double and
0: triple teams it was uh, pr- pretty unbelievable just to
1: show you like the kind of talent we're talking about like one of the best current pure pass rushers in the nfl and, and has been for the last decade right is robert quinn and he was with yeah. here for the cowboys had a great season while he was with the cowboys as well but but the 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 difference between Robert Quinn, who is a top echelon pass rusher in the NFL, and a Hall of Fame player like DeMarcus Ware, is that the, the, the quality and the, and the production drops off precipitously with Robert Quinn once he gets that second and third guy blocking him, right? He, like, he'll beat anybody one-on-one, which is about you know 70% of the starting defensive ends in the NFL, right? The difference is that Demarcus Ware's production didn't dip even when he was getting double and triple teamed. Yep. That's the difference. That's the difference well, between a very good defensive end and a Hall of Famer.
0: And the difference is like Robert Quinn is a pass rusher only,
1: right? Like yep. his that's also all he does.
0: Demarcus Ware was an awesome run defender, very good. Run like player. you could leave him in on all three downs. And that's the other thing; he was a workhorse. Like yeah, those early two thousand teams just never took him off the field. And you notice, like when they took him off the field, it was like, uh oh. Who is getting to the, the quarterback? It never happened. So, uh, congratulations to Demarcus Ware. It's it's awesome that he's in. We should also mention Chuck Halley, the yeah, only absolutely. player in NFL history to uh, to win Super Bowl MVP. That's right, <laughs> without actually winning the game. Without actually winning, winning the, game. the game.
1: I mean, yeah, he was a I, co kind of MVP too, wasn't he? Wasn't, he he shared that MVP that year. That was somebody, didn't he? Another member of the the Doomsday Defense, if I'm not mistaken.
0: I could be wrong. I, I would hate uh, to
1: put you on the spot like that, but no, I got it. Go ahead. You, you, uh, but yeah, I mean, I got just, I mean, just, just uh, uh, one of the best players of his era, part of that doomsday defense, uh, you know, a name that all of our parents, uh, uh, you know, who are Cowboys fans all obviously knew thoroughly well, um, you know, a, a guy that was a dominant player during his era, during an era when uh, it was a, a fist fight in the trenches. Uh, so uh this is yeah this is a guy that is kind of the picture of classic uh NFL football right like you, know, you can just see uh, uh him and and Ray Nitschke like battling it out and you know or or you know some of those old green green bay packers like that's the era of 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 you know kind of NFL that that these guys came from and you know it's it's been a long time coming and you're seeing like some of these kind of cowboys greats the last few of these guys that uh were part of those incredible dynasty teams Starting to slip in, but I, I'm glad that he didn't get left by the wayside because he certainly is deserving. Yeah, just to to put a bow on his uh,
0: MVP, they they lost a game to the Colts, 16 to 13. Yeah. Uh, he was the only one that w- was named MVP, but he had okay. two interceptions, had a forced fumble, and like an unofficially had like 17 tackles in the game. Yeah, you can see why they decided to give it to him. So, uh, pretty cool. The two Cowboy linebackers, if you want to count Demarcus Ware as a linebacker make the Hall of Fame in the same year. Still waiting on our guy, Woody, though. It's it, it's a shame that he hasn't gotten in. I, I know there's a lot of safeties coming up. Um, so I wonder if it gets to be a little bit of a log jam there. Yeah, but I'm still holding that's out why,
1: hope. That's why I'm worried, is that, you know, it, it, to me, it's it's obvious well before now. But, yeah, that's what happens, is that these guys make these mistakes. They don't put the these people in a timely manner. And then they get shoved into a you know, a kind of, uh, uh, nebulous forgotten zone, right. Where like these, there's like a box of great players who, uh, because they didn't make it in the first ballot, uh, you know, kind of got pushed back and now suddenly a new crop of players in their positions are in there to being considered. And, and, you know, I mean, again, there are other safeties of the era of Darren Woodson that are in right now that are not deserving compared to, to Darren Woodson as far as I'm, cons- I'm concerned. Uh, this is going to be a huge mistake to leave off the Dallas Cowboys all-time leading tackler yeah. off of the Hall of Fame. You can't tell the story of the NFL without Darren Woodson. He he played in – he was a major part of two Super Bowls. You know, like I I, I don't know, like this –
0: well, it's, it's, he's it's also hard. one of those players like I know this doesn't matter for, for the Hall of Fame, but like his game translates to any Absolutely. era. Can you imagine him in today's NFL, a, a, a strong safety who can play in the box, that can cover slot corners, that can rush the passer, that can play as a linebacker like he is the perfect modern day safety.
1: Yeah. I mean, look uh, like how some of these guys that are in the hall of fame wouldn't have their career for, if it wouldn't for Darren Woodson, you know, I, I, I think Darren was one of the first uh, safeties that you saw uh, specifically would drop down and cover co- corners in the slot. And yeah. this guy was a linebacker in college. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Like that, that he's, and he's again, influential in the game, influential in the position, influential on the team, a key I hate the whole can you tell the story of the NFL without this player? But if we're going to use that stupid bar, then what then put Darren Woodson in the Hall of Fame and stop screwing around with the Hall of Fame because three straight
0: all-pro finishes uh in the early 90s for my money, he was the best safety of the 90s. I, just because of everything that he could do. And to see somebody like Leroy Butler, who had a really nice career, get in over him is just a shame. It, it's really too bad. Is. So hopefully next year, the NFL uh, writes this wrong. I do know that there are quite a few people in that room that are pushing for Woody to get in. Just didn't happen this year. It uh, looks like next year might be a little bit weaker of a class. So maybe he gets in. There. Uh, let's talk about the most important award from Thursday night. Before we do that, I'll let you know about TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes, right? Meet with an expert. that will do them for you because there's nothing worse than stressing and worrying about doing your taxes. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do anything but your taxes. Go watch some of these cornerbacks in the first round like Landon and I have been doing to get ready for the NFL draft. Go – Hang out for the Super Bowl. Go bet on the Super Bowl at FanDuel. Uh, do anything but your taxes. With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish, ensuring that your taxes, taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax and know it feels so good to be done with your taxes. Just look, go let TurboTax handle it. Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax. All right, Landon, the most important award that the NFL gives out uh, during this award ceremony every year is the Man of the Year Award, uh, and that was won this year by Dak Prescott. Uh, Dak had a really, really good speech, uh, which was incredible. Please go check it out. Uh, what are your thoughts on Dak winning this award?
1: Uh, you know, look, we're going to not talk about football for a second, just, just for a moment, right? I... Uh... I'm very proud and happy uh, to root for a team that you know. There's (laughs) there are many aspects of the team that I'm not proud of. There are many aspects of there are people involved in the team that I'm not thrilled that are part of it. Dak Prescott doesn't fall into that category. I am proud that Dak Prescott is our quarterback because he's you know an incredible human being, and I think he's proven that uh, over and over again through charity. Uh, through, you know, the way he talks, the way he commands men, the way he mm-hmm. uh, inspires others. Uh, I think that Dak Prescott is exactly the type of person that you want winning this award, someone to be an example for for how players should act with their He's position. He's the person you want to be the face of your franchise, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean even down to stupid stuff, like looking at Ar- what Aaron Rodgers is doing right now, I mean, it's like, it's not even just... Like you know, uh, 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 off-field problems or whatever—it's—it's like just not being embarrassing. And 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 frankly, Dak Prescott is imminently easy to root for, and just an incredibly, seemingly incredibly, incredible guy. Um, And the fact that he uh, has finally won this award after you know, I think being eligible for it for multiple years in a Mm -hmm. row, uh, I think is well-deserved. And this is, I think, the first time that. Uh, A Cowboy has won it since Jason Witten if I'm not mistaken which is uh, it kind of shows you the kind of tier of person that Dak Prescott is so uh, couldn't have been a more deserving person on the team without a doubt just an incredible guy I'm glad to see him get his flowers here I I, and I know that his on-field success is going to match uh, his off-field character someday very soon
0: One of the hard things about being the Dallas Cowboys quarterback is you're always compared to the other greats, right? Like Roger Staubach and all you know, the Super Bowls. Troy Aikman in the three Super Bowls. And it feels like you're always chasing ghosts a little bit. And while Dak obviously doesn't have a Super Bowl, he hasn't been to an NFC championship game, he's on the same he's won that same award as Troy Aikman and Roger Staubach have won, which is the man of the year award. So he is feeling those shoes right that compared to some of the previous great quarterbacks. So to have three quarterbacks in your franchise history win this award it's pretty cool. It's pretty special.
1: Yeah and and look you said the name Roger Staubach is a shadow that is I mean look he he played well before either one of our times and he's still a shadow over this organization in a way that I, I don't know that you know maybe Bart Starr with with the with the Packers or something like that I don't know that exists anywhere else. Uh, and I think that that shadow specifically is about what a quality person Roger Staubach yes. was, you know, yeah. and I think to see someone like Dak Prescott in, in modern times, you know, kind of mirror that and, and, and show a, a, a modern version of what a quality man can be uh, in this era. I think it's important. And I think it's, yes. it's really great to see that example be someone that's uh, the quarterback of your football team.
0: So all in all, a really good night for the Dallas Cowboys. Two former players get to the hall of fame. Dak Prescott, uh, named as the Walter Payton man of the year. Micah Parsons comes in second in the defensive player of the year award. Uh, pretty cool so also a fun show i actually thought the award show i watched it last night i thought it was pretty good so the
1: the the moment that they brought out the bills and uh Bengals uh medical team was yeah. was absolutely dynamite television i, I thought that, that was really great yeah there was definitely that show has gotten a lot better over the years i felt like and, and they've really kind of done a good job of producing it and i think it's had to had some produced some really great moments last night so i enjoyed it
0: yeah they also made the right decision to go to thursday night rather than saturday night when, yeah everybody's out the night before the super bowl so i had really good show it was really cool some pretty funny moments in there as yeah. well I, i'm sure that's yeah. out there uh cam jordan singing to
1: sean payton was kind of funny uh, about the, sean payton leaving the, the uh, kelly clarkson, clarkson moment the kelly clarkson moment stung a little bit but was still very funny obviously yeah. Uh, yeah. not knowing about uh, what it, what the playoffs existed past the divisional round was
0: yeah uh, uh, <laughs> all right that is it for today's show thank you for making locked on cowboys your first listen every day Subscribe to the Locked On NFL podcast and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday. And on Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes, Locked On NFL, available wherever you get your podcasts. All the same places that you get the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Go check us out on YouTube. Go follow in at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. If you decide to watch the Super Bowl this weekend, which I don't know why you would. It's, there's no good teams playing in it. Uh, enjoy that. Uh, we'll see you guys back here on Monday to talk about some tight ends and get ready for the offseason. We'll see you guys at.